I am valued. People love me and I love them. Sobriety is scary. That's why Untapped Keg explores different perspectives of sobriety and mental health so that you know you are not alone. Hopefully, you can find something you can implement into your own life. Sobriety and mental health are topics that often are uncomfortable and complex. We do not shy away from any conversation. But you should know we try to be respectful. But there's always room to learn and grow. Everyone is welcome here, as you are, and you will be respected. We are not medical professionals and do not give medical advice. Please seek medical care if you need it. Now let's get to the show. Hey you, thanks for tapping into some Untap Cake, podcast where we talk about sobriety and mental health from different perspectives so that you can take something and implement it into your life. We believe that the only right way to sobriety is the way that works for you. So please try different ways, try different things and see if it works. My name is RJ Zimmerman and I have been sober for nine years. But before we get into that, if you're interested in mentorship for getting sober and thriving in sobriety, book a free call with Jake Yoder, founder of the Natural Highs Coaching Program, which uses mindfulness and holistic health to help you cultivate inner peace and find purpose in your sober life. Jake has been on a recovery and spiritual growth journey for nine years and has helped hundreds of people all over the world with mindset and lifestyle shifts to reach new levels of well-being and sobriety. On the call, Jake will help you explore the root causes of the suffering that led to addiction and provide you insights and resources to help you feel great naturally in sober life. You can click the link below in the description to schedule your call with Jake today. And he is endorsed by Keg because he cares more about you, the person, than he does about the money. If it's not going to work, he's not going to take your money and run. And that is why we endorse Jake for being your sobriety coach or your wellness coach. Now, I'm RJ Zimmerman. I told you I have been sober for nine years and I went sober through being a stubborn asshole. What does that mean? It means that I woke up, was done with feeling ashamed, done with figuring out who I have to text an apology to the next day. It was like, if I want to start a family, it's time for me to stop drinking. Well, it's been nine years of that. And the first six were fine. I had a great job, had a family, had a house, two kids, but there was something missing. And I knew there was something missing. And what was I seeking in there? Right? Well, if I dig down into it, what I was seeking is comfort. And I just wanted to be able to live my life and be proud of myself, accept myself, be 
excited for what I have going on. I did not want to be in a place where I felt like I had to make these major changes. I just wanted to live. But I didn't realize that I was waiting for life to come to me. When I decided to go sober, I knew that I had to make a change to not feel these gross feelings that I had for years. I knew that I had to make a change if I wanted my life to take a step to where I wanted it to. But I was unwilling in my life post-alcohol to do that same thing. You know, three years ago, I'm driving into work an hour each way. And I'm like, is this it? Is this all life is? Am I going to be going to work, coming home, feeding kids, going to bed, not having fun, asking how I need to um, how I need to have fun, have a smile, do something where I'm out of my own head because I was trapped. I was on autopilot. I wasn't really there. I was looking for something different and I didn't know what different was. If you'd asked me what I was feeling, you'd have gotten, um, I don't know. Really, it was confusion around feelings, around wants, needs. I couldn't name what my needs were, what my wants were. I should have everything that I wanted but I didn't. And so that led me to, okay, I need to make changes. What are those changes going to look like? Well, I can't name my emotions. I should probably start to feel those emotions so that I can figure out what's going on. But that was not a one-to-one fix. It was uncomfortable, right? There's that saying that in the discomfort is where the growth is. But you have to understand why it's uncomfortable, why there's discomfort if there's going to be growth. If you don't have the words, you're not going to be able to just sit there and accept it and come up with what is the growth action. You're just going to be uncomfortable. And that's going to make you go back into the comfort shell. And really, that's what I want this episode to be about is the discomfort getting uncomfortable, putting yourself out there to learn something new, to do something, to make a change. And what does that look like? And for me, it looked like putting myself out there, being open to being wrong and finding different perspectives on life, finding different perspectives on mental health. You know, it started with ADHD diagnosis, like, okay, I've had ADHD kind of known as been a running joke. What is next? Well, it's learning what that actually is, how your brain works, and then kind of looking at your life and trying to figure out if this actually is something that I want in my life, or is this something that somebody told me I should want in my life? And so I'm keeping that. Is this something that I actually enjoy or am I staying because I'm good at it? 
or am I staying because I feel trapped? Like, I feel like I have to, like, this is what I should want. What are my dreams and what dreams am I carrying with me from what people have told me I should want? Have people told me that I'm dramatic and I'm blow things out of proportion? Yeah, often. And so, you know, that leads you to not accept your emotions as your own. So trying to define what this discomfort really is, what this being uncomfortable really feels like. And when it's there and you're confused, what is it that you are confused about? You know, one of the greatest teachers in my life is my children who are five and three, and they show me what I don't necessarily want to see about myself. They show me how I can communicate better. They show me the behaviors where I'm like, I am showing them this behavior and I don't want them to have that. So how can I change it? So instead of having this idea that I know better and I don't show you that. And like, so I'm not going to look at it. We're just going to say, as I, you know, do as I say, don't do as I do. Like, no, I want to look at that and transform it. I want to, I want to take that discomfort and I want to define it and I want to find the growth. What's the lesson in there? And I want to be better. And it's hard. It's not easy. You know, it's been a three-year journey. This year has really been accelerated because I've found a vocabulary that works for me when it comes to emotions, when it comes to what I want to do with my life. An amazing, amazing job. One that I was proud of, but I wasn't proud of myself. I was proud of the job. I was proud of RJ, the lineman, RJ being there to help people. What were the parts of the job that I loved the most? Where was it that I was happiest, right? And how can I take that and make it my life? That's a major question that we don't necessarily ask ourselves. And if we do, we get nervous. We get nervous because we can't define outside of that. Are you taking one piece of your life and that's your definition? Are you just a parent? Are you just what your job title is? Are you just your sexuality, just your gender, just like, is that the major ways that you define yourself? Because let me tell you, we are all complex human beings. And if you take that one thing and you say, okay, I don't care about that. Tell me about yourself. And you don't have anything on the other side. That's uncomfortable. That's scary. And sometimes when we get scared, we get angry or we shut down. And we just go through life as a ghost. So how can we take that and do better? A lot of times you need to find your friends, your community that can give you honest feedback. What is some feedback that I can get that is not you need to do better. That is not, no, that's not right. But is, 
I really enjoy that. But like when I'm doing living my life, when I'm parenting, I kind of do, I do this. I, you know, it's helped me with my, uh, kids, like the patience. I say, I'm grateful that that's what you think mean is, or I just sit down next to them and I listen to them. I sit down next to them and I let them have their fit. Not everybody can do that. That doesn't work for every child, but it's a start. I can't define what it is, who I am, but I know that I'm more than just this. So maybe I should put myself out there and try new things. I can't tell you what brings me joy yet, but I do know that I stop myself through fear of finding the new things that I could say brings me joy. I know that I just continue doing what's good, what I'm good at because I'm good at it and not because I enjoy it. So how can I turn that around and find a new understanding of myself and what joy really is? What is happiness? What am I searching for out of life? What's, what's that thing that is going to connect me so that when I wake up, I stop saying, what do I have to do today? And I get to, what do I get to do today? What is something that I can do to have fun? What could I be grateful for? What is something that you are creating excuses around not doing? There's reasons why we don't do things, but those reasons turn to excuses. Yoga for me. I love yoga. I'd been wanting to do yoga for years. Stop myself because how does it look to RJ the lineman? How does it look to RJ the man? Hmm. That's a good one. And I just started doing it. And that has brought me joy. Even though it's painful, I'm not great at it. I'm still learning. It's brought me joy. It's brought me peace of mind. That is something that we search for, but we stop ourselves short. We stop ourselves short because we don't like the discomfort. We don't like going somewhere new by ourselves. Like what is, what is going to happen here? And there, there is social anxiety. Like, you know, I've therapy and there's moments where I've really struggled to talk to new people to show up. I've enjoyed just being home, but I enjoy more making connections with people. And that's really what it's about is connecting a willingness to be wrong about yourself, listening to other people, digging deeper. Could this be true? Could it be a fact? It might be, but you know what? It doesn't have to be going forward. You can change. Anybody can change. It takes work. It takes discomfort. It takes being uncomfortable. It takes putting yourself out there and being vulnerable because we are not good at new things. And that's okay. But we don't allow ourselves to be not good because we, a lot of the time, think that at a certain point, you should have all the answers. You should know. Should be comfortable. But really, are you stagnant? Are you comfortable? 
that's a question to ask yourself. Like, do I like where I am in life? Do I like who I'm surrounded by? Do I talk about myself? How do I talk about myself? These are questions that I avoided. I avoided to the point where there was nobody. I avoided it to the point where everybody in my life fell away. They just, I didn't do enough to keep people around. And that's scary. But it made room for different people, right? New people. It made room for me to reconnect at a deeper level with those that move further away. But it made room for me to connect with myself. That doesn't mean you have to always be in discomfort. That doesn't mean you always have to be uncomfortable. But it does mean that there is growth there. Growth doesn't necessarily mean a good or a bad thing. No growth doesn't mean a good or a bad thing. But if you feel and you know that there's a change that's needed, let's say you've been trying to get sober, but you just, you can't no matter what you do. Do you keep doing the same thing over and over again? Do you keep the same people around? Do you keep trying? And every single time you fail, that's it. And so you're just done. Rather than looking at it, I went a long time this time. I could probably go even longer than the next time. Now I know that didn't work for me. So let's try something new. It is about trial and error. You don't know what your hobbies are. You don't know what your joy is. Try something new. I went to karaoke this weekend. And it's the first time that I did karaoke in front of strangers. Like just strangers. Usually I have a bunch of friends there. And I was I was sober. Like the last time I did it around strangers, like I was drunk. But it was fun. Like I thought I was bombing, right? Afterwards, it was I got this massive applause from people. Like everybody loved it. Well, why don't I put myself out there more? Same with dancing. Like I enjoy dancing, like moving with the song. I understand that I'm not great at keeping a beat. I understand that. I don't look awesome, right? At least to me. But everybody smiles and they appreciate me trying. Then they feel more carefree to just be themselves. That is something that we don't give ourselves credit for. Giving people room to be themselves. So this is a short episode. And if there's one thing I want you to take away, it's that it's okay to be uncomfortable and it's okay to put yourself in some sort of discomfort, but do it with intention and do it in a way where you can find the meaning of that discomfort and what can I take from it? It'd be great to be comfortable all the time, but that's not life. And you're kidding yourself if you think you can be comfortable all the time. 
I want you to go to untappedkeg.com slash community. Let me know what your favorite story is. I will comment. You have direct access to me there. It's off social media, untappedkeg.com slash community. You can sign up anonymously. You don't even have to sign up. And then you can also record an affirmation that you heard at the beginning of this show that you can be a part of the show. Let me know what you would like to see from the podcast. Would you like to see more shorter episodes? Would you like to see more solo episodes? Do you like the guests? Let me know. Untappedkeg.com slash community. This has been Untapped Keg podcast about sobriety and mental health, where we look at different perspectives into sobriety and mental health. So you can take something and implement it into your own life. I'm RJ Zimmerman and let's try to be better tomorrow than we were today. Cause at least we don't make it. We tried. I love you. <laughs>